It's Tuesday, March 28th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A heavily armed shooter opened fire inside a private Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee, killing six people before being killed by responding police, authorities said. Police identified the 28-year-old suspect who killed three students and three adults at Covenant School in the Green Hills neighborhood on Monday morning, the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department said. Police said Monday evening that the suspect identified as transgender and was a former student at the school. Investigators found a statement written by the suspect associated with the case, but have not determined a motive. Police Chief John Drake said police also found detailed maps of the school at the suspect's home. The suspect gained entry to the school by shooting through one of the school's doors. In other news, the Dow Jones Industrial Average climbed Monday as concerns about the health of the banking sector ebbed and first citizens agreed to buy much of Silicon Valley Bank. The blue-chip index rose 194 points, while the broad-based S&P 500 gained 6.54 points, and the technology-heavy Nasdaq Composite slipped about 55 points. After weeks of turmoil in the banking industry, First Citizens' deal to buy large parts of Silicon Valley Bank lifted shares of U.S. regional banks, a group that has come under intensifying pressure following SVB's collapse more than two weeks ago. First Citizen stock surged $313, or 54%, its largest percentage increase on record, according to Dow Jones market data figures going back to October 1986. Stocks ended a volatile stretch with all three major indices notching gains last week, but investors remain skittish about risk assets as they weigh central banks' fight to tame inflation against instability in the financial system. Around the world, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Monday suspended a controversial judicial overhaul plan in an attempt to pull the country back from the brink after mass protests and strikes rocked the nation. The announcement was welcomed by many opposition leaders who said they were ready to negotiate and the country's largest labor union called off a nationwide strike that grounded flights, closed banks and government offices, and left hospitals working with skeleton crews. From the streets of Tel Aviv to the halls of the Knesset, Mr. Netanyahu faced a revolt over his proposed judicial overhaul that appeared to threaten his coalition's grip on power. Israel's parliament was poised to vote this week on the first pillar of the overhaul, which would have given the coalition a majority on the committee that appoints judges, although some appointments would still require compromise. Other parts of the overhaul aim to limit the Supreme Court's jurisdiction and allow a simple majority of lawmakers to override the court's decisions. Back in the U.S., President Biden restricted the use of commercial hacking tools throughout the federal government as officials said they believed high-powered spyware had compromised devices belonging to at least 50 U.S. personnel working overseas. Mr. Biden signed an executive order that imposes rules limiting the acquisition and deployment of hacking tools from vendors whose products have been linked to human rights abuses or are deemed to pose counterintelligence or national security risks to the U.S. It also limits the purchasing of tools if they are sold to foreign governments considered to have poor records on human rights. And 
President Biden's choice to head the nation's coming 250th anniversary commemorations is planning to relaunch the project on July 4th, promising to get beyond the internal squabbles, mismanagement allegations, and mushrooming litigation that have paralyzed the project for years. At a closed-door meeting Monday, Rosie Rios, chair of the U.S. Semi-Quincentennial Commission, secured members' approval for her plans, which include gathering suggestions from the public about how the anniversary should be observed. She also intends to ask Congress for a significant increase in the commission's annual appropriation. Ms. Rios said her new initiative, America's Invitation, would encourage the American public to suggest their own ideas. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.